0: Aloha. We're coming to you today from sunny Southern California. We left the island last week and came over to be with our family for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so it's a real pleasure to be here and to have another lessons learned discussion with Caroline, my daughter. The last lessons learned we touched on was how we received accreditation from IASET and what that meant and All the details, et cetera, is a little bit laborious, perhaps, for many of you. This one, we're going to get back into more detail about how we've structured the classes and the learning paths that we've got to make the possibility for each employee to achieve their potential greater. So with that introduction, Caroline, welcome aboard. Hi, Dad. So give me a quick thumbnail on how our internet subject specific classes are structured. And I think every one of them is structured in the same manner, correct?
1: The original structure was one course video slides with audio narration uh, that was preceded by a pretest followed by a final assessment just to measure the knowledge. And that evolved very quickly to what is the The new normal, our our standard, our accredited standard, which I have divided the classes up into six to seven chunks, shorter video segments covering topics within the subject specific course. So with each class you take, there are different elements that combine to make the whole of the topic. So instead of having one longer course video, which you were able to pause at any point and come back to the same exact spot later. We've made it more visually manageable, uh, less overwhelming for students. You have your pre-tests, you have a reading list, your resources to help give you the information you need to start the class. And then you have your first short course segment followed by what I call a check for understanding. Just a short response question that allows the student to respond in writing. They can type an answer. They could record a voice memo on their cell phone and upload it. They could do a little video check-in if that's what they preferred. So each section really gives the student an opportunity to pause, check in with what they have retained from the segment, and then move on to the next. After those learning segments are done, then you do have the final assessment. With a score of 80%, you pass the class. If you don't get the 80% on your screen, you see a message that's telling you, okay, no, you needed to get 80%. And it automatically tells you, let's go ahead and retake the course segments. Let's go back through it again. Obviously they're not required to do that right there on the spot. Once an 80% has been achieved, a student receives a certificate of completion reflecting the continuing education units they have. They take a survey and they do an evaluation, giving us a grade. How did the class work for them? Was there useful knowledge for them in there? How knowledgeable did they find you as, despite the fact I organized the class, all of this content is you. What you know, what you've learned over the years, ways to implement successful practices in the business.
0: What we've, what we've done in effect is in the early 1990s, the industry was going through some economic troubles and most of the manufacturers stopped doing management training. And coincidentally, the associations stopped doing management training. We had been operating as consultants for about 12 years at that time. And as part of consulting, obviously, you have to train or retrain people in processes and methods. And from my early days teaching people how to teach in athletics at McGill, I was always very comfortable in teaching people. I love seeing people get it, see the lights go on in their eyes. So one summer, I think it was 92, I sat down in front of a computer. We didn't do a lot of consulting in the summer. We tried to live as a family when you weren't in school, which was kind of fun. But I sat in front of the computer using voice recognition software from IBM in those days called ViaVoice. I don't think it's even available anymore. And I would talk to the computer for 30, 40 minutes. And then I could leave for about an hour while it converted everything into a Word document. And over the course of the summer, I created three 200-page books, one for parts managers, one for service managers, one for parts and service marketing in those days. And then we prototyped those classes in front of invited executives and managers from companies for whom I had done consulting work. And they were kind enough to come to the desert and sit through three days in those, at that time, roughly 24 hours of classroom type training. And we used films. We used modeling on flip charts. We used, slides, which in the early days were um, foils on a projector, not even a PowerPoint type of circumstance, and took their input, modified things. And one of the things that came out of it is that they thought two days, three days was too long, and we adjusted everything to be two days. Now, this is a long process to get to where your structure is, but what that two-day structure did for us, 15 hours, is we had two subjects in each four-hour block, and we basically had four four four-hour blocks. So we had eight subject-specific sectors, segments. That morphed into what we have today in subject-specific classes. And as time passed, we added a three-year program for parts, meaning 24 classes, three years for service, 24 classes. We had two for marketing, 16 classes, and then we threw in two classes for product support salesmen. So another two classes. And out of that, we end up with the 36 subject-specific classes we have today. And it's interesting because they've gotten longer even though it's on the internet now. And I think it's in part because I'm a little bit stubborn and wanting to make sure that everybody gets the content. So we've, we've been more particular in details as we've gone through the learning process. So now when you're breaking it up into six or seven blocks, that's a further evolution, isn't it? Of the, 3-hour subject specific class down to maybe 30-minute segments.
1: Well, it was it was driven too by student response. They felt an enormous amount of pressure judging by surveys, evaluations to do the entire course in one sitting. Even though You can pause this at any time, walk away, do other things, come back to it. It was in one section and they felt like they should do it in one sitting. Breaking it up into smaller pieces has made it much more digestible for them. They can go in and 15 to 20, sometimes a little longer, per segment, moving through, moving through, moving through.
0: What was also interesting is while that was going on, the education community was finding that the 50-minute university class wasn't cutting it. And they went down to 10-minute blocks, at the end of which there was a quiz or a question or something as a break. And what they found was the first couple of classes that the students went through with this, they did terribly on the first two or three 10-minute questions because they weren't expecting they were supposed to have to pay attention. And, you know, it's the old story. We'd go through, we'd sit through the lectures, somebody would take notes, share the notes, and then, you know, everything's good. Well, by going to a 10-minute quiz, you couldn't do that anymore. We found that, didn't we, with the people needing 80% to get a pass. We have a guy who's been on the job for 20, 30 years. His boss signs him up for the class. He says, I know this stuff. I'll go right to the test. And surprise, surprise, he didn't get 80%. Then he had to go back and do it. And and I used to say, this is what we call it in the family. He skimmed and scanned. He just, I I know this. I'll just see what the heck I I missed. And, And they did it again and they missed it again. And how many times can they take the test before they have to talk to us again?
1: So the first time you take it, if you don't pass, it locks it for you until you retake the course. Then you can take it again. You still don't have to talk to us. But if you don't pass the second time, now we need to check in before you can even go back and resit the class again. We need to see, because in some cases, um, it hasn't happened very often, but every now and then, uh, A multiple choice final test really isn't a format that's workable for a student and they need someone to talk it through with them, meaning one or the other of us talking to them. Here's the question. Here are the selected answers. Which one makes sense to you? And it's just a a difference in how people learn. Some people are very auditory learners. And even though, you know, you think, okay, you look at it on the screen, not a big deal. Well, it can be. And depending on how much time you spend on a screen in the course of your regular workday, your eyes can get pretty darn tired by the time it's over with. In going back to the college classes, changing their structure, as someone who works in middle school and high school education during my daytime hours now, we use this product called Kahoot where we turn those quiz checking questions into a game and the students are competing with each other to see not only who answers first, but who answers most correctly with keywords. Well, the great joy of changing the college structure now is four-year universities have brought Kahoot into the adult world. So although it's really going to irritate people, I have this deep hope that someday... We have a parts manager Kahoot going online all at the same time to get a bunch of guys in a to the death competition to show off their stuff.
0: Well, you know, it's it's Volvo for one manufacturer has an international competition to name the best technician in the world. Mm. And they have regional contests. And then, you know, in, in America, they probably have four or five different sections leading to an American champion. Da-da-da-da. And once a year, they have, and it's a big deal. It'd be kind of fun to be able to do the same thing. Everybody who's taken a class in parts comes in and we have a a Kahoot contest once a year. See who's king of the hill.
1: Your granddaughter laughs because in one of her courses, the professor is young enough that he was playing Kahoot when he came up in school. And he forgets that he's administering the Kahoot and he jumps in and starts trying to play it with them. Well, here's the problem: <laughs> he's teaching the class.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to know this, dude.
1: <laughs> well, he gets uh, he gets a room full of 20 through 22 year olds saying, "Hey, hey, hey! Unfair advantage! It's your
0: contents." <laughs> so, coming back then to the structure, we start with a reading list, and that's optional. We haven't made that compulsory, have we?
1: We have not made it compulsory. No, it's it's available for every single class and we strongly encourage it. But for some people, the reading list really isn't their wheelhouse. Right. Um, And of course, any audio track in the video segments can just be muted because some students prefer not to have the narration. There are rumors that your voice is too soothing. So
0: don't get carried away with that. So (laughs) we have a reading list. Then we have a pretest. Mm-hmm. And then you create, let me call it six videos. Each video consisting of slides with wording, audio tracks explaining the wording, embedded film clips, and at the end of each of these videos is a quiz or a question or an essay.
1: Uh, not an essay essay, a short okay. response question. Okay. Yeah, I don't want people to think they're going to have to write a page or two responding.
0: (laughs) Right. And you have about six of those in each of the subject specific classes that turns into then a final assessment, which is a 20 question multiple choice. Then a survey, Mm -hmm. then an evaluation form that they perform or provide to us about what they liked, didn't like about the class then they can print their certificate and off they go. Correct. It seems to me that we the, the fastest people have gone through in the original format is gonna become a little longer, but it, it sounds like it's gonna be between two and four hours per class. Is that kind of the way it is scoping out for you? Yes. Okay. Okay, so these subject specific classes, one, one subject, for instance, inspections in the service department, for instance, warehousing in the parts department, for instance, territory management as a salesman, for, intra, for instance, um, basic marketing for marketing, each of them is a building block towards enhancing the skills and knowledge of the people working in parts and service. Correct. Okay. Did we miss anything in explaining how the classes are structured and how they worked?
1: I don't believe we did. I do ask students to really weigh where they see themselves as being in terms of knowledge. And it actually goes back to your exemplar, the former student who was like, I've been doing this job 20 years. I don't need this class. I can just go right to the test. Uh Uh-oh. I like them to really weigh out. What do you know? What are you exceptional at right now? Where do you think you might have gaps? What would you like to know? So that's one of their earlier checks for understanding. Okay, here's your introduction. Here's what you're doing. Tell me where you are right now. And then we move into the content so that that element of really reflecting upon your own knowledge, your own process is a portion of it. So in a way. Well, it's it's the meta level of learning, right? Yeah. You're weighing and considering the way you think, the way you learn, the way you do everything you do.
0: That's a good way to wrap this up, Caroline. Thank you for participating in another Lessons Learned, and thanks to the audience and everybody listening. We hope you understand better now what we do and how we do it with the classes, and look forward to you being present at another Lessons Learned in the near future. Mahalo. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your support. Should you have any thoughts or comments, please don't hesitate to contact us at www.learningwithoutscars.com The time is now. Mahalo.